Nursing Review podcast is an audio extension of the national nursing publication, Nursing Review, available in print, web, e-newsletter, offering the latest news, trends, interviews and insights in nursing education. Subscribe to Nursing Review today by going to www.nursingreview.com.au and click on the no obligation four-week trial subscription link. And now sit back, relax, and enjoy our latest Nursing Review podcast. The Royal Australian and New Zealand College of Psychiatrists has called on all mental health professionals to prioritise the screening and treatment of people with serious mental illness for common chronic conditions such as diabetes, cardiac disease and cancer. I'm joined by College President Dr Murray Patton. Welcome, Murray. Thank you. Uh, is this type of screening uh, something that many health professionals across the board are not currently doing? And if so, why is it so important that this changes? Look, the, the evidence is pretty clear that people with serious mental illness, in fact, people with a whole variety of mental health problems, um, have poor outcomes in terms of their general health status. So we know that um, a lot of people with mental health problems, and I, I say again, it's not just people with the most serious mental health problems, but a lot of people with mental health problems die much earlier than uh, people without uh, mental health problems. And they die much earlier from a range of um, general health conditions rather than from the effects of their psychiatric illness. So the deaths are commonly due to um, the things that you've uh, just touched on in terms of um, cancer, diabetes, respiratory disease, uh, cardiovascular disease. And there are two elements to that. Um, it seems that um, the the pickup of those other health problems is much less for people with mental health problems uh, than it is for people without mental health problems. That is, the rates of detection and diagnosis of those problems is less. But even once the um, problem is identified, then the the response of the health service to those problems is also different. So people don't get the same rates of intervention and access to treatment or the same sorts of treatment uh, for those uh, conditions as do people who don't have a mental health problem. Uh, and that's, um, you know, that suggests that there are um, a range of problems there, including the uh, the detection um, the college has gathered international and Australian research in a new report. Uh, what were the key findings there in relation to the experiences of people with serious mental illnesses? Well, um, I've touched on a couple of things that we uh, emphasise in that report. And we certainly um, have sought the uh, real experience of people who use mental health services in developing uh, this and um, some other reports that we've released uh, over the last few months. And uh, those um, those experiences are very telling, they're very uh, disturbing and certainly emphasise the need for us to do much area in this regard. 
Now, we're not saying that this is all just for other people to attend to. We recognise that as uh, specialists uh, in mental health care ourselves, as psychiatrists, we have a role uh, in ensuring that the people that we're engaged with um, and involved in the treatment of um, we are attentive to these uh, issues and um, can ourselves um, offer uh, involvement to help uh, both detect and intervene for these problems. But we've also got a role there in advocating um, with other health services or um, for action to improve um, the, the poor uh, outcomes for people with mental illness. Moving forward, what would the college like to see mental health professionals across the board doing in relation to these issues? Well, it, um, there are some things that mental health professionals can do, but we're also um, really calling for all other health professionals to be aware of this gap in life expectancy and also contributing to making a difference in, in that regard. So we um, ourselves um, need to be aware of these uh, data and encouraging uh, mental health professionals to undertake some aspects of the screening. We know that some of those are relatively simple things that can be done. Um, we know that, for example, some of the medications that we use uh, have a, a tendency to cause people to put on weight. So as a, you know, a very basic intervention is that we can make sure that we are weighing people uh, early in our contact with them and, uh, and repeating um, that measurement over time. We can be um, assessing their... Um, uh, lipid profile and, uh, and looking for some of the things that might uh, point towards the development of a greater risk of cardiovascular disease. And some of those are, are very simple and unsophisticated. We, we can weigh people, we can measure people, we can do uh, blood work to establish the risk profile, we can be talking to them about their family histories, we can talking, be talking to them about their smoking and encouraging them to take action in respect of those things. So the monitoring, the screening, many of those are things that we can do ourselves. But more importantly than just uh, doing the monitoring and the screening, uh, for uh, those people who we are actively involved with and who some of our treatments may be contributing to the problem, then we can also be offering interventions to help prevent the um, the risk of weight gain and the long-term risk of uh, cardiovascular disease. So there are some quite simple things that we ourselves can do. If someone, though, comes to us with um, a problem that's not clearly related to their uh, mental health care or to the treatments that they're getting, so, for example, someone might come along and talk about another a health problem that they've got, um, uh, we need to uh, ourselves be vigilant to ensuring that we're um, 
giving enough attention to understanding what those other symptoms that people are presenting with might be due to and encouraging them to uh, get further assessment uh, and and diagnosis of um, those other problems. Sometimes that might require us to be quite active advocates on their behalf with other uh, practitioners to enable that to happen. But um, you know, one of the um, outcomes of uh, this report, we hope, is that we will be drawing attention of other health professionals to these problems and encouraging them to think more carefully about what it is that they're seeing when someone comes to them asking for their help. We really want to be um, sure that people, other health professionals, are not just discounting symptoms that people are presenting with as related to their mental health problems without first and probably um, even once they've first given consideration to there being some other possible cause for it, thinking again about whether they have approached it with the rigour that uh, is required. Nursing Review Podcast is an audio extension of the national nursing publication Nursing Review, available in print, web, e-newsletter, offering the latest news, trends, interviews and insights in nursing education. Subscribe to Nursing Review today by going to www.nursingreview.com.au and click on the no-obligation four-week trial subscription link.